These are reflections of a humble scribe. The verses you'll hear presented in the next few minutes started as simple expressions of love and support of family life, and from there, the inspirations expanded into reflections of Scripture, all behind the echoes of life experiences that were transcribed using rhyme and measure, meter and tempo, to capture the essence of those events in the story and poem you'll hear in this episode of Reflections of a Humble Scribe. This is Recipients of Time. Brothers and sisters, what a blessing it is to be reminded about early life lessons that can convey to us a unique wisdom. A wisdom meant for our growth into our adult years. Think back to your early childhood, to a time where you may have used the blessing of your creative talents to plan and to put into motion a prank. Who knows exactly when a sense of humor develops in a child to the point where you feel bold enough to play a funny joke on someone you love. Recently, a memory from my early youth has been on my mind. A vivid memory that burned a life lesson into my heart and into my brain. A lesson that took me years to decipher. I cannot remember exactly how old I was, maybe six, when I first got the idea to play a joke on my earthly father. I do know that this was not the original intent. The story begins with a simple gift. Somehow, I came into possession of a package of chewing gum. Most likely, it was a gift from my grandmother who was visiting with us for a few weeks over the summer. While I was enjoying the first stick of gum, I examined the packaging in depth. I was fascinated with the graphics, the colors, and the whole experience of opening a brand new package of gum. I tried to understand how each stick of gum in the package was individually wrapped and neatly tucked inside the package envelope. I examined the gum jacket and the foil wrapper and how it worked so perfectly to keep the sweet stick of gum protected from dirt or tampering. I was the proud owner of a new package of chewing gum. Then I remembered that this was the same brand of chewing gum that my father would also sometimes enjoy. I wanted to offer my father a stick of gum, but I realized if I did that, there would be one less stick of gum left for me. In my childlike logic, the idea was formulating in my mind that perhaps I could offer a replica stick of chewing gum instead. I traced out a perfect rectangle on a piece of cardboard to match the size of a stick of chewing gum and cut it out. I then recovered the foil wrapper and the gum jacket from the stick of gum I was chewing and began to carefully reassemble the gum packaging using the fake stick of gum. After several attempts to get the repackaging just right, I inserted the fake stick of gum right on top of the real sticks of gum inside the original gum package envelope. Somehow, I just knew when I offered the gum to my father, he would, of course, take the stick of gum that was on top. I walked into the family room where my father and grandmother were sitting, and I offered my father a stick of gum. I held out the package of chewing gum, and he recognized the brand and took the stick on top, just like I knew he would. I watched him remove the advertising jacket, and then he removed the foil wrapper, revealing the cardboard forgery. He looked at me very puzzled that I was able to pull off this joke. My father said, What is this? And I began to laugh. My grandmother, who witnessed the unfolding prank, was not amused. 
my grandmother let me know with some strong words that it was not polite to trick my father and I was to apologize and offer him a real stick of gum. I had never experienced a harsh reprimand from my grandmother before, so I knew that I had made a mistake. I immediately obeyed my grandmother, apologized, and offered my father a real stick of chewing gum. In my childlike mind, I had no idea what went wrong and how the whole event backfired. In summary, I got in trouble, I had to give up another stick of gum, and I was the only person who thought this was a funny joke. It would take me quite a few years to figure out that sharing is an act of sacrificial love and that holding back blessings for others is really about selfishness. This whole life lesson is wrapped up in the following scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 to 13. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall fully know, even as I am fully known. And these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. As I grew up over the years, I cannot remember my parents ever playing a prank on me, but this, of course, was not the case between myself and my siblings. I can remember many times when more serious troubles followed a prank where someone got hurt, where love was not the fruit, but where selfishness or revenge was the real motive. Let us put behind our childish ways. Maturity in our spiritual life allows us to more easily yield to humility, where we can better appreciate the real meaning of faith, hope, and love in our lives. To rest in the shadow of the Almighty and experience what it really means to be loved. To understand and to recognize the grace to be fully known by our God. Please consider now this reflection on the gift of time. The years of our lives pass by so quickly. Now just memories relived like the tasting of fine wine. The fruits of our labors now mostly completed the sweat of our brow, now to be judged in time. Days, hours, minutes, and moments, never again possible to be reclaimed. Shall our investment in time bring forth eternal blessing? Shall our investment in time only reveal eternal shame? Today, another 24 hours is given, to each and every recipient the same. Will each moment be savored with praise and thanksgiving? Will each moment be squandered in a self-centered vein? Lord, help us relish and own the gift of this day. Remind us each person is a miracle to be discovered along the way. Remind us a day spent without you is a day that is not complete. For even every silent prayer offered today is placed at your feet. Today, help us find a new opportunity. Today. Help us see clearly to understand a hidden need. Today, help us look with the eyes of compassion. Today, may the fruit of love be offered back within a good deed. Understanding the difference between offering someone a real gift versus a little laugh over a prank can sometimes be a very fine line between the fruit of love and crossing the line of selfishness. When you consider 
all the lost time invested in pulling off prank after prank, it becomes very easy to lose track of the gift of time that we have been given, time squandered in folly that was meant for us to bless others with the gifts of faith, hope, and love. It's time for the birds to sing again Time for the grass to green again Time that I see it's not the end Time for my heart to wake again He makes everything beautiful in its time Makes the rain to fall and the sun to shine Everything beautiful in its time It's time for the old to dream again Time for the young to trust again In the 
Thank you for joining us for another episode of Reflections of a Humble Scribe. If you'd like more information about the show, please email the radio station at wsjf at stjoseph.cc. That email again is wsjf at stjoseph.cc. Please comment on the Reflections of a Humble Scribe show image post on our Facebook page at wsjf. You can also listen to Reflections of a Humble Scribe on the WSJF Radio Podcast site at wsjf-radio.com slash podcasts or find the Reflections Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time on Reflections of a Humble Scribe.